What is going on, party people? It is the most important day of the year for all football fans across the globe, but not only them, um, we have, I mean, this is the most important day for fantasy basketball as well. This is the final day of the final matchup of the season. Um, we've got a lot in play here. I think there's about eight teams that are contending, trying to get to six postseason spots. So this is really, really important. Um, I, it's kind of like that mentality. Even if you're at the very top of the board, you, you got to win and you'll be in. Um, I've got two fantastic guests with me today, two longtime listeners, longtime supporters, Benjamin Levinson and Brian Lewis. Um, super excited to have you guys on the podcast today. How are we doing? What's going on, Fletch? I'm doing great, too. Thanks for asking. Now that the ice... The ice in our veins is going to have to be shown on full display moving forward. I'm excited we're going to be having this pod, emergency pod, that is, on such a big day in football where Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr will also have a great day. But, yes, we're doing fantastic. Yeah, this uh, pod, uh, was for their listeners, was a result of me and Bilu peer pressuring Fletch about 13 minutes ago. And now we're hosting a podcast. So let's go. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm coming into this as ready as I'll ever be. It's super cold, but we're, we're going to make it work. I had no idea when I woke up this morning that I was going to be recording this podcast, but here we are for the fans, ready for a huge day. So let's look into some of the numbers, the standings, the matchups we've got going on today and, and dig in. Um, Benny, I'll, I'll start with you. Yeah, so we got two matchups today, two games uh, in the NBA that start in 45 minutes. Uh, it is 115 right now that we're recording it. And there are four teams that could potentially be vying for the last uh, playoff spots, the last two. And those teams are myself, Hebrew Hammer. We have uh, Brian Lewis. I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> we have Pals Redemption, Fletcher Reese's team, uh, and Team Henny. Uh, all of those teams will be coming in possibly with a 10 and 7 record. And as of right now, from my understanding, as one of the elite commissioners along with Fletch, that the playoff tiebreaker is by head-to-head -head record. Um, and there's a lot to dissect there because I'm not confident on how that'll work. And, you know, it'll really just be at the end of the day when we wake up tomorrow morning, where are we going to be ranked among the standings? So that'll be interesting. And that's really why I wanted to talk about it because it is it is an emergence. It, it, this, 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 need, this conversation needed to be had, so... Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I've been keeping an eye on my matchup all week. Um, I've been against Team Henny and doing well. My my team has really taken their gotten gotten their feet underneath them for the second half of the season. Um, and, and this is really this is really the time to shine. And looking across the league, it's the same situation as well. Like Benny, your team Hebrew Hammer playing against Mama Mentality. Both of you guys have that. Hey, you got to win to get in. Um, Bilu, we've, we've got a little bit of an easier road right now playing against John Castell Don't, who I don't think is paying attention as much. Um, tell me a little bit about how your weekend is, your week's been. Fletch, I just want to say this. He's taking it very seriously. He's made six moves on me, making very strategic moves all week long. His team's been performing. I'm not going to lie to you. The matchup is extraordinarily tight with three categories up in the balance today, which would obviously change the course of everything. I don't understand how 
at the end of the day. I don't know how, how, how the standings work with tiebreaker. Just from what we talked about, it seems to be the, the head-to-head matchups. But the way that it's set up right now, I need to win. I'm not even going to fucking put it up into, into any sort of chance. 10 and 6, could be 10 and 7 by later today. Field goal percentage, free throw percentage, and steals. He's got a star in Jalen Brown going today against an Atlanta defense that, let's just be honest, they're busy eating Magic City wings. They're not really paying attention to defense right now. And that, that, that makes me nervous. Steals, field goal percentage, and he's a bucket. And uh, I got Buddy Heald, who's in a new place, you know, Indiana. He's got a different jersey on, and I don't know how he's going to actually adjust. We'll see. And D'Lo shoots horribly from the field as well. So I'm, 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 not, I'm not too sure about today. But as for Benny's matchup. Yeah, my, my matchup is super tight. And it has come down to rebounds and rebounds alone. Uh, it appears that all other categories have been locked up, either by me or Ian. And yesterday, I was at a Lupe Fiasco concert. And mid-concert, I was adding free agents, uh, in the, trying to beat out Ian uh, so that he could not get the best rebounders available. The dedication is e- extraordinary. I added Terry. Thank you. Thank you, Bila. I added Terry Taylor and someone else. And then I saw this. Doesn't morning. even know his own team. That's I how added, fast he was doing. Oh, Danilo Gallinari. And, and I know uh, Ian this morning was adding players as well. He added on Yeka Kongwu and someone else. So it's mm-hmm. uh, it's really coming down to one position category uh, for all the marbles. Uh, it's a winning it and, and you're in situation, I believe. So, uh, you know, I win, I'm in. Ian wins, he's in. Bilu, if he wins, he's in. It, it, it's, it's really what it's come down to. And I think it's the same for your matchup as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping so. Um, I've got a nine and seven record right now. So if I get this win, which is it's looking likely, um, I just have to hold them off on a couple of categories. Uh, Three pointers probably being the most important one, but having a seven to two lead definitely helps. Um, I, I'm honestly not sure what my situation is going to be because if I am 10 and seven and then let's say everything falls as it stands right now. Right. Um, Joe Ingles Pringles takes the win. I mean, Kappa looks like he's in a spot he could lose. Um, so it's not he's still gonna be in no matter what. I think Joe is in no matter what because Joe is of also that in tie. no matter what. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because he's the tie. Yes. So that matchup doesn't really matter as much. Yours is super important for me. I need Ian to lose. So right. if I win, I jump him and, and he loses. Um now what like I'm not sure about is am I gonna take Daniel's spot in the postseason because we're both going to be 10 and seven. We're going to be one and one against each other. How would the league figure it out? If oh the God. individual matchup is tied? You're one and one against each other. Yeah. And so let's, all right. So let's run through it real quick. So Kappa's in Joe is in JP is in, right? Yeah. So if I win, I'm in that's four. If Bilu wins, he's in. We're all in because we have 11 and six. We beat you, beat you out. But that means Ian will be nine and seven and one. So I believe Ian would be out. Mm-hmm. Um, you got you to gotta hit 10 wins to have a chance. Yes. Uh, and then you'll be 10 and seven and Henny will be 10 and seven. <laughs> and then you're right. It'll be one and one head to head record. And I'll be 100% <laughs> honest. That is what I said before. You're waking up tomorrow morning and going to see, am I in or am I not? I am not sure 
how that breaks. Oh my god! Uh, exactly. It might, it might <laughs> points. Total points. Yeah, I, it's hard to say. Is there a way to is there a way to effectively change that now, like retroactively? I'm not sure because it it's already set as head to head record during the regular season. I'm not sure if you can have a secondary tiebreaker. Right. Oh my god! I don't know what the automatic one. I'm sure there's what something automatic, but it might be random. It. I. I'm wondering if it'll <laughs> go off of. Like I'm wondering if it'll go off the combined score of the the regular season matchup, so it'll take both of ours, me and Haniel's. Like I lost four to five in our first matchup. This would be our second. And if I win seven to two, like is that how it's going to calculate? Am I going to win because I have more categories overall? That would I thought like that would be it's fair and most realistic, right? I think that'd be the most fair way to do it. Yeah. But I think you know whatever way it breaks, it breaks. I don't think us as co-commissioners have that power. So yeah, really going down to the wire. But then there's also a situation where I lose and then Ian is in due to the tie. Then I'm 10 and seven. And then I believe Bilu is going to win. That would be pretty, sh- but he, he could lose. So then there's, as I said, the chance that we have four 10 and seven teams. And at that point it, it's Bedlam. I was looking at the head to head records earlier. I'm not sure how it all is going to break. Wait, so if, if- if he's 10, 6, and 1, that means he jumps because that's a better record than 10 and 7. Yeah, he's in. Yeah. yeah wow. So if Ian wins, he's in. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that oh would my be. my God. I was doing that wrong this entire time. Yeah. So that's what it is, is that if Ian wins my matchup, then there's four and everything breaks. <laughs> there's 10 and 17. Five and six. Yeah. Wow. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. I have to know that this is the case. With the people who are already in, we are obviously it's a long season, a lot of ups and downs. People get hot and whatnot. Of those three teams, do you think they are the ones to be looking out for, or do you think there's someone in the mix who's not in the playoffs quite yet, or vice versa? I, me personally, I think Joe Ingles Pringles, that team, I get nervous to play against. He's got some stars in the lineup. Kappa, last year's winner. I think that's the guy. I think I think that's the one that I'm, I'm the most nervous to play. His team's sliding though. Like that's but the thing. Like I, I, I want to be worried because it is Kappa and he does have that that like long term long term winning. But he's sliding right now. He's lost three in a row. He's losing big to Joe Ingles Pringles. Like I I don't really have confidence or as much confidence in his team as I have in the past. I look at Data Tatum, who's won eight in a row like coming out of nowhere to take the top spot. I am super worried about them. And Joe Ingles Pringles too. I, I like, that is a great pick as well. He's won three in a row. He's hot right now. Um, I'm just now like digging into what their rosters look like at this point. But um, I mean, Joe Ingles Pringles, Clay Thompson coming back. is huge. He has the star power, which I like. Yeah. He has those top guy. I mean, with Dame out for Zingy, is he, I mean, I don't know who's, who knows what he'll do moving forward in terms of playing, if he plays, it'll be great. He's obviously an amazing addition. That's like a guy you want to have a 20 and 10 dude who's going to shoot three, like fills up the stat sheet really well. Cade Cunningham, he's back off injury. Uh, and then Lillard, if he comes back this year, who knows? I don't even know the situation is with him necessarily, but he's got guys like Kelly Oubre who just popped off for what, 50? No, what was it? 40 some, not that long ago. Clay Thompson's back and he had the best game of his, of his season uh, yesterday, 33 and five. 
Um, Trey Young, obviously, Tobias having a great role in Philly now, especially with the way that things are shaking up. He's already been there. He's a staple in that system. OJ, or fucking uh, OG, sorry. OJ. OJ, OJ. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't hear about OJ? OJ back. OG. Yeah, so I think, but yeah, I stick I stick with, I think, Blake Griffin. Uh, I just love that Jimmy Butler throws a statue too. He has, he has some good pieces. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely still looking at him. My, my thoughts on it are, is, and this is just a more of a, a commentary on like, and it's been interesting too, because we haven't had the podcast. who has been less incentive to pay attention, but I think the parody this year, just shown by the records is, is crazy. I love how competitive is it is here at the end that like, we only have one trash team Garrett's. I mean, I guess there's a couple <laughs> others, but <laughs> well, oh, to lose, Wow, he didn't win a single Not a game. single win. God was against him. Two ties. That's tough. Um, <laughs> but, you know, parody is crazy this year. So uh, I just think it's crazy. And, and I think what it, that leads to is that I really think anyone could win this year just based on, like, even the best teams are, you know, still have five losses. The best record is going to be 12 and five. Uh, the worst one in the playoff is going to be 10 and seven. You know, that's two two game difference. So. Uh, I really think it's it's anyone's you know championship this year, so I'm super excited to see how it breaks. Even if it's not me, uh, I'm really excited to see who wins. Yeah, me too. Um, and that's actually a really good point of like how similar all these all the win loss records have been. I'm kind of digging back into our our league history. I want to see if I can see more of the standings because I'm lo- like looking at last year. Um, Coppa's team was the top dog nine and four. Um, and he ended up getting first place, but he didn't have the best record. The, the best record was John Castaldo at 11 and two, which no yeah. one's even touching this year, right? Uh-huh. Um, you go back to 2020, I know it's kind of an asterisk season. All right, I guess I don't have permission to do that. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you go back that far, it doesn't show the standings. We only have, we only have the data from last I, year, but I've got 2020 and 2020. It was a little tighter, but the sixth team was nine and eight or 10, eight and one. And the best team was 17, one and one. And that was, of course, Fletcher Reese, Dame time uh, yeah, as the number one that year. Wow. Nice. 17, one and one. Uh, so but the, the parody has gotten better and better uh, yeah. each year here. Uh, less trash teams. Uh, and it just really makes it uh, that much more interesting uh, during the season to pay attention to. Yeah, 100%. Um, Dude, my, I, don't, I hate looking at this because my team's just not – you just don't see my name at the top recently. I, I'm, I'm want to put a stamp on my uh, on my ticket here. I want to I show that I deserve to be in this league. This is not a league of chumps. This is a league of champions. And I want to prove to myself and to others that we have what it takes. Beautifully what said. Beautifully said. Yeah. yeah. So, so, Bilu, tell me a little bit about your team because me and you, as – you all know, had the biggest trade of the season. Um, it, it worked out super well for you. Vucevic has taken a, a bigger role now towards the end of the year than he did in the beginning. Chris Paul has been insane. He gets 20 assist games. You know, it's unbelievable what these guys can do. But talk a little bit about your team. Like, talk about the star power and how you see yourself getting through the postseason. Yeah, you know, I, I really do like – this is my favorite team I've had before. I think I've built, you mentioned star power, the draft, the draft did me really well. I think getting Giannis, um, I think getting D Mitch, I think getting Devin Booker, like those are my three guys 
that I really want, wanted to rock with. And yeah, we, I, I definitely was able to sell high with the way that, I mean, Lonzo had getting injured. You never can plan for injury. That's just not how I like to look at it either. Um, but Lonzo going down did not help. Valachun is still playing well. He's not putting up 30 and, you know, 18 that he was doing originally. And, you know, it stinks. I never make trades to get over on somebody. And everyone, you know, everyone likes to always point fingers, blah, blah, blah. This didn't do this. This didn't do that. At the end of the day, someone got injured. A really, really important piece to the the, the whole trade was I was going to be able to get my backcourt with Chris Paul coming in and Devin Booker. And you were going to get the uh, the tandem of, of – uh, you'll have the backcourt of the Bulls with Lonzo and Levine. So it's, uh, it didn't work out the way we wanted it to. But, um, you know, my team is – I think my team is built. I think I just got Jalen Suggs, great pickup. Cam Thomas is cementing himself in that Nets team that is – has, is looking for for answers right now. They're definitely they're reeling. They're looking for instant offense. Looking for a, pl- a player that can pop off. He's my guy. And uh, yeah, Tyler Hero coming off injury. Excited to see uh, what he can do too. So Fletcher, how, how about you? For you know that same point, you know that you, you guys did that trade. Very impactful. Big players going both ways. What's your perspective? Yeah, um, I mean, looking back, like it was an equal and fair trade. I didn't feel like either one of us got the one up on each other when it was made at the time. Um, it's just unfortunate with um, Lonzo ball going down with a big injury. I, if I'm not, if I don't make the postseason, um, you know, it, it's my season's over anyway, but like Lonzo is not going to come back probably until the very, very final game. If I even, you know, make that far or if he improves enough um, Levine's also battling some injury stuff. Like, my team, I look at it top to bottom. Top to bottom, I really like the names that I've got, like Joel Embiid, John Collins had a better year than last year. Kyrie has come out and really performed on the games that the Nets are on the road. Jonas Valanciunas, like solid big man. I, I don't want to, I don't want to undercut his play because he really does do a lot. He's great percentages across the board. Um, he gets consistent points, rebounds. He's pretty much a double double machine. Like. He's still a really good player. Um, and who could have seen that um, Nikola Vucevic would increase his role in Chicago instead of kind of fading away from the other guys. And a lot of that's due to injury. Right. Um, but Draymond Green, um, Larry Nance Jr. He was kind of like a fringy roster guy, but he's been hurt for the past month. So my team has battled the injury bug and we've really done a good job. I think I've done a good job picking up players every single day <laughs> to maximize my, my winning potential here. And that's really how I got caught up in a good winning streak and put myself back on the board because to start the season, I was what, like two and six. Um, let me go back in my, my past schedule now. Three, one, two, three, four. You can just say your team was poop. Uh, yeah, I was three and six. It was poop. I, I had a five game losing streak and then had to counteract it with a five game winning streak. So as of late, the team's been great. Um, let's just hope that we can <laughs> get the win tonight and somehow secure a postseason spot. I don't know how the system's going to work myself, work my team. Dude, in, but. I feel like you, Kyrie has almost been like a cheat code in a way for you where you can. In the best possible way, like because it gets out right away, you can put on an I, IR. But then again, you have 
a lot of guys on IR, so maybe not for you. It'd be very yeah. impressive if you made the playoffs, Fletch. With it really would your current be. IR is is something else. So <laughs> it could be a literal fucking team, like an actual like good team that I would want to I would want to watch. And that's yeah, that's just a that's a testament to you. And yeah, my R's been my IR has been pretty loaded, but it's it's helped the Kyrie God. thing. It's helped the Kyrie thing God. where if Kyrie comes out and they're playing at home, I can stash him in the IR. And then I pick up someone else off of the waiver wire and just helps certain categories from whatever I need. So it's helped and it's, and it's hurt. Um, Benny, now flipping over to you, talk, talk about your team, your predictions, how your team has been built so far in the second half of the season. Give me everything, man. It's been a uh, long journey. Um, <laughs> you know, I was criticized for my Luka Doncic pick at the beginning of the season at taking him ahead of Giannis. Uh, I believe there was credence to, the, to that at the beginning. No longer. I will take no more slander for that pick. Luca is earning his number two spot, mm-hmm. performing amazingly, good field goal percentage now, going off points, rebounds, mm-hmm. assists, getting a steal a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful work by him. Also criticized for my LeBron pick. You know, picked him number 27 overall. I thought that was a safe spot, and he's been excellent all season. Uh, missed some games, but... When he's played, he's been fantastic. Uh, but what it comes down to, it doesn't matter about the past, is I need Danilo Gallinari, Jalen Smith, recent tradee to the Indiana Pacers, and Terry Taylor, shooting guard for the Indiana Pacers, to get rebounds today. <laughs> and that is my season. The past doesn't matter. Uh, I might even throw that game on just to watch and root for Terry Taylor to get rebounds. So the shooting guard is averaging like 11 to 12 rebounds a game the past four. Like, that's insane. 16, 14, 5, and 10. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. For a shooting guard? Are you kidding me? So we're going to hope TT gets me the dub, and that's that, that's all we can hope for. And uh, maybe I'll see everyone in the playoffs. Maybe uh, you won't, and I'll be picking up Mamu and Miles Powell to be on my team just <laughs> to represent shoes. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm very excited to see how it all uh, boils down and – it's been a great season. It's unfortunate that we haven't, you know, done more podcasts, but uh, we're all adults and it's hard to get everyone together and, you know, do this. Uh, so, uh, but I'm super happy we were able to to pull this together at the last minute. It's been great. Yeah, me too. Um, I do also want to shout you out for the, the triple J pick in the seventh round. Mm. That was a really good chance that you took on Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, we haven't seen this guy play in three years and he's been unbelievable in yeah. fantasy he is the position rank number two right now for the power forward center like looking into his numbers he's um really he scored he's been scoring a lot of points i mean i'm seeing games with 26 29 tw- like consistently in the teens or, or in the 20s in the past you know the past two months um he gets a ton of rebounds and defensively he is unbelievable i'm seeing a six block game in here he followed up with a five block game two nights later. Like, yep. unbelievable, this guy. And it was a great pick in the seventh round. Like, we haven't seen him play at all. We totally forgot this guy felt like this guy. You forgot this guy was in the league. He kind of fell off the map. Um, and then along with that, too, like, I really like the Kuzma pick. He's had a resurgent Dude, year. Kuzma, bro. Dude, um, I'm not going to lie, Benny. I, I really wouldn't want to play your team. Now that I'm really looking at it, like, in depth, you all, dude, getting AO, um, getting Lou Dort, getting De'Aaron Fox, and when he did, like Harrison Barnes has been playing out of his mind recently. Like, Benny, you got 
you got some some talent on that squad. So. I, I and I appreciate that. And you know, really, what it boils down to, my team not being better this season. I do think you're right. I will give myself credit. I think I did draft well when I drafted yes. well. Uh, but uh, Jonathan Isaac at 71 overall hasn't played this season. Uh, you know, anti-vaxxer, fuck that guy. And then uh, you know, Colin Sexton going out, my fourth pick uh, in the draft. You know, he has, he obviously, you know, has not been able to contribute because he's not playing. So I think my whole season looks different, has a different trajectory if that happens. But uh, I give a lot of credit to just, as Flush said before, your team's not good, you know, or you have an injury, pay attention to the waiver wire. There's going to be guys to pick up. You have to pay attention. They might only be good for a week or two. You can drop them if you need to after that. But all that matters is they fill that spot when you need it and uh, get you the wins that it, it takes to get into the playoffs. And that's all it takes. So. Exactly. One player a day, baby. That's how I always look at it. It's how I won fantasy baseball this year. Mm. Um, you just pick someone new up every single day. You have that one player that you can have as a rotation and, and really fill out your team. Um, so it's a great strategy. It's worked many times and it's working for all three of us here on this call. Yep. Cool. Very good. Um, any other predictions as we roll forward here? Let's look at the Rams, Rams, 27, Bengals, 24. Ooh. What about you, Billy? What do you got? I'm going Bengals, Bengals, 21, Rams, 17. I'm going for a lower scoring affair. I think the defenses are really being slept on. I Listen, I think there's so much young talent on, on both sides for the offensive end. Those defenses, the defense is the reason why they, they gave themselves a chance for uh, last week against the, the events of Chiefs. It's they, they're going to be locked down. I think Eli Apple might get it. I think if anyone's going to get exposed, it's Eli Apple um, just because he has giant blood in him. And I know that sometimes that, that giant blood can get in someone's head. And it's uh, it's going to be a really good game. I'm, I'm excited to watch it. I got more excited as the, as the course of the week went on, just because I, I freaking love Joe Burrow. I think he is so smooth. I think he has – Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty. I think he just has that that it factor that you want out of, out of a quarterback. You either you got it or you don't. I think he's the guy. Fletch? Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a little bit higher scoring than most people say. I think it's going to be Rams 35, Bengals 21. Wow. Okay. That's an exciting game, though. I love that. That's fun. We need that. We need an exciting Super Bowl. We've had, <laughs> two, we've had two a ton of exciting games in the, in the postseason so far. And last year's Super Bowl was not really the best for your, your average fan. So we, we need a good one this year. Yeah. I think a two touchdown different. That's a pretty, it's a pretty big yeah. ball take hot, hot takes here. Only hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, what about for our league? Let's, I mean, Oh, Lou, this is something I thought about too. I've won both of my matchups against you this year. So if you somehow yeah, lose yeah, this yeah. matchup, you could be out of the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the thing. I So it's funny because I've beaten Benny twice. I've beaten Haniel once out of the one time we matched up. Mm. Like, you know, you've beaten me twice pretty handily. I'm not even going to lie to you. We don't, I guess you much either I had a bad week or you just freaking worked me. So I, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's one of those things. I, I just – I'm looking at – now looking at – everyone's matchups and everything. I'm, I'm really thinking about Benny's team. I'm really thinking about Joe's team. Kappa's team, 
is good. But looking back into it, I think uh, I think I got a little excited just thinking about because Cop. I just respect Cop's game. He's won football. He's won basketball. He's he's done it all. He's definitely a, a competitor that is is really impressive. So I just kind of assumed. But um, yeah, I'm looking at Benny's team and I'm looking at Joe's. And I'm honestly looking at myself. I'll still stick with it. My team, my team is good. I'm not gonna front. I, I, I agree. Yeah. You know, so it's like we have there's definitely some some games to be won, but injury's gonna be a huge thing. I feel like COVID injuries haven't been as uh as frequent recently. Um, yeah, definitely not across the league as it was before, where it was literally a star every single day. Um, so that at least it takes out some sort of variability on that end. So we'll see. Yeah, it's helped. It's helped a lot. Um, they've gotten it really under control after the turn of the new year. I think they having, having, having four IR spots now is fantastic too. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind keeping that. We'll see how it, we'll see how it goes next year. But it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to keep. Um, I, I mean, I definitely would be down to cut it at least a spot or two going into next. Yeah, year. so we we we'll go back to three. Might be appropriate. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, once once um. Yeah, once the COVID stuff kind of well, I don't know whatever fucking does, but once it does, it uh, it all you don't need that many that many spots, not at all. Yeah, you don't need to hoard Jonathan Isaac all year if he's not going to play. I'll John hoard John Wall. I'll hoard Jonathan Isaac as long as I want. Watch, <laughs> he's coming soon. Come <laughs> Just to average eight and four in eighteen minutes of restricted minutes. No, <laughs> no. Actually, yeah, they bring him back. I should drop him. I don't know. <laughs> I won't pick him up. You got my word. <laughs> yeah. Pick him up. Back, pick him back up again if you want. But you're not going to pick him up because your team's not going to be in the playoffs. Oh, okay. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> All right, Fletch. Get, don't you have a – you're making – who's making some wing dip? Is that a – Oh, Noel's making the wing dip. I'm making my my own classic chicken wings today. What's so. your, is, that your, is that your go-to – do you have like that go-to recipe when you're uh, making making food for Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's both of our go-tos. Yeah. <laughs> what are you making tonight, Bilu? I know you're cooking. Yeah, I'm uh I think I'm gonna whip up. I'm thinking about whipping up, but I might get some uh some some deli cold cut stuff. Just go to the go to the butcher, get a little deli spot, hit up some, you know, make maybe a little uh, little hoagie dip. You ever heard of hoagie dip before? Tell me more, no. Hoagie dip, you just take all the ingredients that you would put in a hoagie. You cut it all up. You're not really called a hoagie. I just called that when I'm with my my South Jersey and Philadelphia family. Oh, Noel's Noel's got to take. It's a sub. Yeah, no, I call. I usually call it a sub too. We don't but... call it hoagie here. It's sub. <laughs> you're in North Jersey. True. Yeah, well, you're out of Maryland South now. Jersey, South Jersey yeah. is hoagie. North Jersey is sub. I call it because I think about Subway. What about a hero? Yeah. Now I'm in New York. Um, so hero, hero, hero is is. Unheard of. Now it all makes sense. But yes, I think I might make some sort of dip, but you just take all the ingredients, chop it all up, mix with a little bit of oil vinegar and a touch. I don't even like it on my on my sub, but it just tastes nice with the, with the mixing. Touch of uh, light mayo. Mix that all up. Um, but I have a few tricks up my sleeve. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to eat. I'm so excited to eat and drink and whatever, because I just it's like the best. Like I, it's just the best. Like eating with something to watch, with friends, with friends, and just like, come on. I mean, I, there's, I can't really think of anything better. Yeah. No, me neither. 
What about you, Benny? Anything on the menu for tonight? Uh, <laughs> probably just bring in some pizza. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Joe's does it best, so you might as well leave it for them. Yeah, you're bringing a Joe's pie? Joe's pie. There we go. Love it. All right, boys. Well, I'll let you go. Get ready for the Super Bowl festivities tonight, and more importantly, what's going to happen with this fantasy basketball season. So, as always, it's been a pleasure, hopefully, to see you guys in the playoffs where we all have our own matchups coming up and we can break it down more and, and give a preview on the finals. Amazing. Thanks yeah. so much for being flexible, Fletch. I speak for my, myself when I say this. I hope I win everything. And I also hope you guys hope you win everything. That's what it's all about. <laughs> awesome. Fletch, yeah. it's, it's been a pleasure. I'm, I'm glad we were able to peer pressure you into this 10-minute podcast. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, the over-under was 10, 10 minutes and 30 seconds. I think you crushed it. <laughs> Yeah, whoever had the over, you definitely want some money. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right, boys. Well, I'll catch you later. Have a great rest of your day. Enjoy. All right. See you, Fletch. See you guys.